Hey, I'm Randy. One day while cleaning out the closet of my old bedroom, I stumbled upon a three-part time capsule I'd made in 1998 when I turned 13. I meticulously detailed every part of my life, from an itemized list of school crushes to a report on the top five trends that year. Obviously, Tamagotchi, hair mascara, and blow-up chairs were among them. It's hilariously delusional and heartwarming as fuck. So join me as I look back at all the things that made growing up in the 90s so rad. And together we'll unbox Capsule 98. Hey guys, welcome back to the Capsule 98 podcast. It's been a minute, which is a current reference from 2017. Um, I don't know if you guys all know, but people say that now. 2017 or a hot minute? <laughs> People say 2017 now. <laughs> um, we are on the first episode of 2018. Hey guys, you survived. Congratulations. And I think what is really iconic about this episode is that it is officially 20 years. The capsule is turning 20 years. It's been around since 1998. That's 20 years. That's 20 That's, years. Yeah. And we are going to do a special New Year's episode, which is going to be looking back at tw- at 2018 versus 1998. How things have changed since my capsule. What is in the capsule? We're going to go. We're going to go deep. We're going to go need deep. And we're joined by a special guest. Her name is Melanie Somerset. During nice. 1998, her name was spelt M-E-L-O-N apostrophe E. <laughs> Dash E. Welcome. Oh yeah, Dash E. Dash E. Yeah. Welcome. Hi. What's going Thanks on? Thanks for having me. Uh, not much. Just uh, thought I'd come over to your place and talk into a microphone. Chic. Um, we're drinking. Things. It's one o'clock and we're having like cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how I want to be. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> um, but that's how I want to go into 2018. 2018. So starting off, what do you? think your new year's resolution would have been in 1998 uh get a boyfriend slash talk to a boy did you achieve either in the year late bloomer uh i mean if you meet online yes through (laughs) through icq but yeah okay through messaging okay Mm. that's not bad i mean my resolution i don't weirdly enough i uh document everything in my life but there wasn't really that much that I put vis-a-vis a New Year's resolution. I think I probably still thought I was like perfect at the time. <laughs> so I probably was like, what could I resolve to do that's like... What would I change? Yeah, but it probably would have been something like get inside at a Backstreet Boys concert. Yeah. Which you... Did you? I mean, no. Yeah. I or it wasn't about like purchasing something. Uh, a lot of mines were maybe also about like getting things. Like you that was resolved my, to That get was my something. achievement is to buy things. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. So let's what today what I want to do is really get back to the core of what this podcast is about, which is the time capsule. And I think we're going to be looking at it as a reference point to how much different uh, 2018 is from 1998. So let's let's go. Let's go. First things first. Let's talk about movies, because as a 13 year old, predominantly the only thing you care about is pop culture. Mm-hmm. 
and specifically movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, um, for those of you guys who don't know what's in the capsule, I had stay saved all of my movie stubs from the year, and I include I had included uh, ratings on the back of out of five how amazing they were, who I saw them with, and then if it was a movie that I snuck into, I would have crossed it out, and because I did that all the time. Did you ever do that? I snuck into movies a couple of times, but I just found watching two in a row was exhausting. But like, did you ever sneak into ones that you were like too young for? Oh, uh, I think the, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, a couple, like I remember going to see Dracula when I was really young and mm. I and I wasn't supposed to. That one's sexy. That was very sexy. It was too sexy for me at the time. Like Gary Olden, Oldman well, yeah, I never. I didn't Winona. find him. Yeah, it was just the whole, like it was the women writhing on like tombstones and ugh, it was I don't like, remember I that like, oh my god that was uh that was what's her name I just recently discovered it was you know Jude Law's ex Sienna Miller no her his ex ex Sadie Frost really she played the friend the writhing the woman. writhing uh sexually charged woman on the in the cemetery or whatever in the middle of I don't night. remember and, that and she was she was having sex with a demon I think or something ooh yeah it was intense that's chic yeah very um I don't remember that movie very well, but I remember that my sister had a newspaper clipping of just like him behind Winona Mm. with like kind of doing the classic Dracula move, which is like trying to kiss, bite her neck. Sure. Um, Suck her soul. And I remember at the time being like, ew, (laughs) because (laughs) like, what the fuck? <laughs> when did that movie come Are out? Are you that- supposed to kiss her lips? Yeah, but also like no, it just he just looked it, very old. Well, this was like back in like ninety. This that was, was early, like ninety like two yeah, or something. 90s. Yeah, I was you know I'm older than you, and um, yeah, so I would have been like maybe twelve or something. Maybe. Yeah, so that's like peak like what's happening to my badge. Yeah, yeah. Well, confused. Yeah, peak confused time. Mm. Yeah, sexy. Very. Speaking of sexy. Um, there's something about Mary, mm. um, is putting cum in your hair sexy? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a podcast, so like I should say yes. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> um, for, does everybody remember, I, I love how I'm asking, like nobody's going to answer me, but, um, does everybody. Stiff cum is not sexy. Yeah. Yeah. It's when it stiffens. That's when it gets. That was the iconic moment yes. of the movie where yeah. she uses his jizz mm. as hair. Hair gel. Hair gel. Yeah. But there were also, you were saying. There was also the, the, um, uh, the testicles getting stuck in the zipper moment, right? Yes. That was an iconic moment as well. Isn't that where he was like, li- like airlifted out or something? <laughs> Some, <laughs> well, he was like watching. Yeah. Was he airlifted out? So, or he ended up in a stretcher, I think. Yeah, I don't know if he was airlifted out, but I think he was taken out <laughs> on a stretcher. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> yes, a helicopter came in. Well, it is the movie. It is Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Well, moving on. Okay. Yes. Um, you've got mail, which so, I saw in Florida, mm. and I rated oh, four stars. So good. Oh, I, this is out of five. No, it didn't get a five. But it is out of five. It's four. It's out of five. Actually, hold on. What did? This is like early Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. What did? There's something about Mary got three. I think because oh. I, I think at the time, you know, like brown. you like a little bit of a slapstick, but after a while you're like, that's so dumb. Yeah. You know, so it only gets three. I don't know. I probably would have given that a four because what I, would it... I wouldn't have had like that kind of perspective. <laughs> like, I love that your perspective at the age of 13 was like, I mean, you could only have so much slapstick yeah. in a movie and yeah. it's just boring. Yeah. Well, after a while, complex. after a while. That one though was like pretty, it got like, you know, it was that kind of sweet little romance as well 
yeah boy you know lusting after girl pining after girl really but wasn't everybody like undercover as something that was matt dylan no but he wasn't ben ben stiller also faking something oh yeah yeah it was pretty creepy when you really think about it yeah like he was stalking her and he was uh, (laughs) he was a stalker and he was a like a flasher and a creeper and just like lots of sexually irresponsible and i mean i guess that's the number one thing we can talk about that's much different than uh 2018 very much different looking back at a lot of romantic comedies you don't realize you don't realize you know what i was watching the other day which is not a 98 film but it's an early 90s film i think the truth about cats and dogs literally the moral of that movie is like you like or not the moral but the plot line is that janine garofalo thinks that she's so hideous that no guy is gonna like her so she pretends to be uma thurman because like obviously a guy's gonna like her Mm. so it's like uh and at the end he's like i don't care you're also okay looking (laughs) You may not be Uma, but you're here. <laughs> you have lips. <laughs> yeah. And there's no one else they've given me in this movie to yeah. be attracted to. So, like, you're fine. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah. I mean, she was also a brunette, so that's always, you know, that's always a negative. Versus brunette, yeah. Yeah. I would have thought the conclusion would be men are like dogs and women are like cats. Well, the guy does have a dog and she does have a cat. Oh, okay. I think that's the shtick. Right. And she's a, she's a, a, a radio host of a pet show. So basically, she's a cat lady (laughs) with a platform. Yeah, but a cat lady in a pop with a platform in 2018 would definitely get her man. Well, she was a hot cat lady though, so she wasn't really a cat lady. Well, she's she was just a lady who had a cat. She was made out of cat lady. If you're not hot, you're a cat. Can you be a hot cat lady? I mean, you know, maybe. No, you're a hot cat lady. We don't need to talk about me being cat lady. (laughs) (laughs) You're a cat lady. I am very much a cat lady. Yes. Yeah. Moving back to movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other movies did you've got mail, which okay. I saw in Florida. Uh-huh. Um, Another which, movie that you saw in Florida. Yeah. Well, no, that is the, the Oh, that one. is the one. Okay. Um, I Why? think that's a really indicative of time shift. That would have been around mm. the time when actually it wasn't even online dating. They were just like emailing. It was email. And it was AOL. AOL. Was it? You've yeah. Got mail. Yeah. yeah. And that would have been around the time when that thing, that kind of thing was like bizarre, like meeting someone online. Yes. And it was they like had kind screen of names. scary and weird. Yeah. And no one liked to talk about it. But they made it palatable because yeah. it was Meg Ryan. Yeah. And it was also a remake of, of an old Hollywood movie. Wasn't it a remake of the, yes, it's shop it, around with the Judy Garland. No, that one, it was, uh, it had Jimmy Stewart. And another and Judy young Garland. Ingenue. No, it wasn't Judy no. Garland. Oh, there, there might have been. Oh, no, I'm sorry. There was another remake. There were two versions of it before this one. Oh. And Judy Garland was in, I think, one of them that was like, was a musical one, obviously. No, it wasn't. There was some music in it. Was it? Someone played a, a banjo or a ukulele. <laughs> someone <laughs> made a banjo. <laughs> I'm trying to um, remember who. So the- that one, I think, came after the first one, which had Jimmy Stewart in it, which was the best one, in oh. my opinion. It was really good. Cool. Y'all check Look. that out. <laughs> That's right. The hottest movies from 1938. So other movies that I pulled out here are Can't Hardly Wait, Ever After. No, those were both really good. I am actually surprised that those came out the same year. I feel like Ever After came out afterwards, but maybe not. I thought you were going to say clearly that you have, after. Clearly you have um, documentation proof. Um, let's see. Know. What do you think the ratings were? 
I'm going to say if after it was like five out of five. What? What? No, it was a four. Okay. I think Did I actually didn't half? love it that much. Really? Did you ever rate anything five and a half? Five out of five though? Oh Titanic. yeah. Um, funny you ask because um, Goodwill Hunting got five stars and it was commented as brilliant. Like what riveting. Yeah, what what business does a thirteen year old have? Superb thing. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well that shows that you really thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Because you don't even know what it means and you thought it was brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Like I literally was like, Oh, he made a joke about apples. (laughs) There's a professor in it. They do math. There's a professor apples it's robin williams being serious mm-hmm. you know and matt damon was is. so hot in that movie yeah he was okay back in the day i think before. i probably found ben affleck hotter he was more my type yeah I mean, but lo and lo and behold long. some special things happened to both of them in 2018 sure did. 2017 sure did their star has risen and, and has it, slightly fallen <laughs> and then it's fallen. fallen i think matt damon is a little in bit of a crash now yeah well i mean it doesn't help that he's saying things what did he say? He said, he said, there's a difference between about, well, he was, he was, um, comparing the different kinds of assault Yes, and sort of, uh, yeah. Saying one was worse than the other. So every, every yeah. <laughs> so what Matt Damon did say was, I do believe there's a spectrum of behavior. There's a difference between patting someone on the butt or, and rape or child molestation, right? He continued, both of those behaviors need to be confronted and eradicated without question, but they shouldn't be conflated thoughts um what a fucking dick <laughs> um yeah he's um tone deaf he's tone deaf 100 percent tone deaf and he probably frequently pats people on the butt yeah wasn't he also <laughs> wasn't he also the one that said something about oh no that was someone else about we should um start praising the men who who are good oh yes um yes. And not and it's instead of the condemning the men, the men who, who are bad, who are bad. I don't really know that much about it. I just know that he did not come out well, right? And I agree with that <laughs> because I don't like Matt Damon because he's white um, man. But he, I mean, honestly, he's yeah. It's kind of too bad because he was like kind of like like a just a normal whatever, like talented guy, family man, made movies kind of under the radar, you know, like secret hot or whatever. And um, then he started like opening his mouth and saying stupid things. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a shame. Yeah. When that <laughs> happens to white men. It's such a shame. <laughs> it's such a shame because in 1998, they could he do really this. was, no, but he also, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was okay with it. Well, definitely. I mean, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in yeah, a minute. Well, in 98, yeah. He started off very, very strong. Um, So you, Tell us about the movies that you saw. Okay, well, I actually have a diary entry from 1998. It's weird that you brought that. It is weird, isn't it? <laughs> I just carry it around with me, just as a memento. Just dip into it every now and then. So this is uh, June 16th in 1998, uh, my diary entry. Saw Hope Floats today with Shauna and Esther. It was okay, surprisingly. I thought it was going to be bad. I mean, Sandra Bullock, Southern Charm, etc., it seemed doomed. But then, I never really hate a movie if it's supposed to be bad. I only hate movies if they're supposed to be good or are hugely successful. But disappoint me personally, underlined. For example, Titanic. What a waste of money. I could have spent on the No Surprises single package. <laughs> 
saw Edwina, Annie, and Lan today at Varsity. Then we bumped into Justin and Mary Claire, of all people. She's quite violent. Oh, and then I bought a very nice black sports type bra. Very nice. V nice. But does nothing for my non-existent bust. That's interesting that you use V nice in 98. V nice mm. is like, I thought mm. I invented that. Very Bridget Jonesy. <laughs> I think that's when I started doing that. V nice. When did Bridget Jones come out? I think it's later. It's okay. 2004. I know that because I watched it yesterday. Yeah. V nice. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out later. I don't know when, but it was 2004. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, um, I mean, I was ahead of my time. So. Um, and also, I just very efficient in my writing. I didn't like to. If, if people knew what V meant, then that's all I was going to put it. I mean, no, no, one... no people are supposed to be reading your diary, though. Oh, of course not. Doesn't everyone, though, kind of write their diary? Well, not everyone. Like, there's a lot of diary writing where it's very personal. And then there's a lot of diary writing where you're like, one of these days when I'm famous, someone's going to read this. Someone's going to be published. Well, that's and people are going to be like, wow, there's just kernels of genius even then. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously what the time capsule is for. Right. Like in my diary, my diary is a bit more private, but the time capsule is definitely like for posterity. Mm. Like I edited like like, for example, to be like, opened at a later date. Yeah. Like yeah. I know I've talked about this before, but like a lot of my movie stubs, like, for example, Wild Things, mm. I, put, I, I did like two stars like perverted and confusing but like clearly i was like wow what a movie (laughs) or like but you don't want people to think that you enjoyed it yeah i don't want my mom to think that i was like into that (laughs) like or like or like 54 which is one of my favorite movies of all time was studio 54 studio 54 was that did have mike myers in it yes Yes. mike myers was steve rubel that was actually supposed to be a good movie well it was the best it was the best movie ever but it was so sexy like i snuck Mm. into it oh was like it was obviously like a rated r or or whatever yeah and i i don't remember what my rating was but it definitely wasn't as truly reflective of like what i really thought about it which was like 10 out of (laughs) 5 like truly 10 out of 5 it's very um randy yeah i think i appreciate that thank you like over the top glitzy yeah glam flared yeah very flared miles only saying that because i just asked her if i should keep a pair of flared <laughs> jeans i just bought and i said yes you said tentatively yes yes so but you're I, not like I a full yes. supporter yeah um i so, said why not yeah speaking about about why not um i think one of the other things i would love to bring out from the capsule is a trend report that i did in 1998 Ooh. which um for those of you guys who don't know i actually work um a lot in the fashion industry and i used to be an editor i'm now a writer editor so it's pretty funny going back and to see at the time i didn't necessarily i mean i cared about fashion as much as like everybody cares about fashion but not part- not any different um than anybody just trying to be cool in 98 mm-hmm. so uh it's really interesting that i actually have like a fully formed trend report so <laughs> And did you call it trend report? Oh, it didn't trend number one. Well, just to like describe for the audience, this is um, they are cutouts and they're mass taped onto AKA laminated. (laughs) Yeah. When you're 13 years old, kind of laminated. (laughs) Um, I used to do this a lot because I used to be really into collaging. Um, So trend number one is uh, inflatable furniture. Did you have any inflatable furniture? Um, no cool um <laughs> i had a ton of inflatable furniture i had actually like, no. in your own room in, yes. not like just pool furniture no like okay. in, like furniture for your room oh, i squeaky. had yeah i had this was huge in 98 i had um a clear 
I had one that was clear and it had blue, dark blue feathers inside. And Ooh. I put it beside my bed. And I, I remember that it was in the space between my, between my bed and my closet where my doll bed used to be. Mm. And I moved it. And that was a very like seminal moment. It was like doll bed is out and inflatable furniture is in. <laughs> like this is a big moment for That's me. That's when it happened. That's yeah. when adulthood happened for you. Trend number two is culturally questionable bindies. <gasps> Ooh. I mean, this is a... Did you ever wear these? I did not, but I... Well, I did Are you just saying your, that now? I literally never... I wasn't very... Okay, let's just be clear here. I was not very cool in 1998, okay? <laughs> All these trends I did not jump on because um, I was too busy writing bad poetry in a dark room. Yeah, but the caption but, for this this one so, is twinkle twinkle. Oh, yeah. So, so that, again, so that definitely I was like, you know, disdaining all the trends. I thought it was I thought I was too cool for that. Um, so you but were, you now were I, too cool. You weren't not cool. You were too cool. I was too cool. Yeah. So yes, I was not cool. I was <laughs> you were I was not actually cool. I so anti-cool cool that you I was anti-cool. I was anti-cool. That's what I was. Which turned out that I was just not cool. <laughs> So, <laughs> I guess that's the other word for it. Number three, I don't think this one's going to work for you either. Okay. Tamagotchis. I didn't have one, but I had friends who had them, and I was into it. I um, mean, for the brief moments that I looked at them. Tamagotchis were so cool. I don't they actually were. think I had a Tamagotchi. I think, or I, I think maybe I did have a Tamagotchi, but I think it died like really fast. Like mm. the actual they do. No, oh, the battery. You mean killed it. Oh, okay. Um, and I think I bought, I think maybe my mom got me like a competitor. Oh. Like that was probably <laughs> like, like a, $5. Uh, instead Tamagitchi? Of, yeah, Tamagitchi. <laughs> um, instead of, instead of being $15, it was probably like five. My yeah. mom was like, you can have this. Sure. Because she knew that it was going to die anyways or it was going to be, it was just a trend, a flash in the pan. She just didn't want me to have what was good that's no. kidding i love my mom she's the best <laughs> um number four this is one Forg- of- it's also this says forget game boy <laughs> yeah what this says. i mean pretty appropriate yeah from game boy to tamagotchi okay number four it, which is my personal fave i think mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. hair mascara i remember hair mascara again oh mm, did i try it no but i wanted to I, so that was something that I actually wanted to okay, this, get on Okay, this is with. actually an amazing one for me. My mom bought me a pack of hair mascara from Bloomingdale's in Florida, which I Ooh. thought was like... The Florida pe- featured heavily in 1998. Oh, Florida. I mean, like, it still features heavily in my <laughs> life. Um, I love Florida mm. forever. It's mm. my favorite place. It's where all the trends and all the movies happen. It's my favorite place ever. Um, but yeah, she did buy me a package of hair mascara and I used it in my hair, but I also famously, um, I have not been able to locate a picture of this, but I wish, yeah, famously in my own head. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you may not know what the word famously means, but continue. (laughs) Iconically was more, is more appropriate. Um, I used it to paint every Baxter boy's name on my face when I went to see them. So... (laughs) All every one of them. That's yeah. So like their I, full names. Or I just know their that, first names. No, just their okay. first names. I know that there is a picture of this, but I have not been able to find it. Mm. But um, in the beginning of '98, we went to see the Backstreet Boys at Intimate and Interactive, mm. and I painted all of their. And it was like this is a much music thing. It's yeah, interactive. one of them was here. Yes. Well, who was whose was on your forehead? Because that would have been your Nick. favorite. Probably Nick. Okay. It would. It was like one on the forehead, two, two. on the cheeks. Oh, where? Because it was five, and then two on one cheek. Oh, maybe on the nose. Um, Maybe like straight across the middle. I don't remember, but I thought that I looked so hot 
And when I waved to them and they looked in my direction, I was like, they are looking at me. <laughs> and they can see how much I love them and how cool I am. Um, so I actually have the entry from the time that I did paint on my face. Right. And it says, on January 3rd, the Backstreet Boys came to Toronto for a concert. I couldn't get in because there were no tickets. Me and dad saw two girls and they gave us these ripped off tickets to try and get in with. But we couldn't. I was trying for I was crying for two straight hours. Straight is spelled S-T-R-A-I-T. That's correct. If you're talking about um, rivers and waterways. <laughs> <laughs> the night the night after, the Backstreet Boys were at Much Music for an intimate and interactive. I went with Marla. We pushed our way to the front and we were really close to them. When they came out, Brian was looking at my, <gasps> Brian was looking my way and I blew him a kiss. They started la- <laughs> he started laughing and looked and looked like <laughs> laughing at you or with no. you he started laughing and he looked at me like me really <laughs> aj finally wa- aj waved to me and held a peace sign nick said hello so AJ. <laughs> nick looked nick said hello over there and he was looking right at me oh my god it was amazing that sounds amazing and you're absolutely accurate in what these what guys happens? were thinking and doing Definitely. Well, it was because I had the face paint for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. That's... Was did was anybody else dressed up or had gone? Oh, I'm sure that they just had like signs. Did they have signs? Yeah. But you know what hat I was. <laughs> but you were the only one that sign was on its on your face. On my face. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Um, do you know what uh, hat I was wearing too, which no, makes don't. it even sexier? What? Do you remember those like jester hats that were? <laughs> Was this in winter? Yes, this it was like okay. January. So it was for warmth and comfort and style. And style. So like it had like the points and then but then they but then they went back to like to have like a hanging piece. Do you remember those? I remember those. Yeah. So my fifth trend is kind of the weirdest because I like vaguely remember this, but it's a very specific reference, but I thought it was like so important, which is this thing called bottled emotions. Do you remember this at all? Like, I only vaguely remember it and I put it in here. This is very interesting. Do you know what it was? It was like that whole trend of things, like of fragrances smelling like things and emotions rather than smelling like a flower. Oh, you mean, okay. So like sort of more weird, like, like esoteric kind of. Yes, exactly. So like this, I think these are like, the emotions are listed there, right? So yes. So hopeful, flirty, mellow with no W powerful crazy frantic is what's the difference between crazy and frantic playful pretty conscious conscious ooh, hyper conscious i probably smells like green tea a hundred percent what would uh what would crazy smell like crazy would probably smell like i don't know like, like a fruity scent? like patchouli patchouli <laughs> oh, but no conscious should be patchouli mellow would be mellow like would be chamomile. like a, like a chamomile yeah yeah Flirty is vanilla, 100%. Oh, flirty is so vanilla. Pretty is like maybe strawberry. Maybe yeah. like a peach. Mm. Strawberry or peach. I want all of these again. Oh, uh, yeah. So you weren't really into a lot of this stuff. What were you into at the time? So I you was... Seemed decidedly, you decidedly anti-trend. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I was into trends, but I, I think I was more of a secret thing. And I thought I was... Um, I was sort of one of those more moody teens um, who tried to go against the grain or just was very, very, um, very dismissive of any, um, popular trends, even though I had subscriptions to YM and 17. 
and uh, YM stands for Young Miss. And um, so I was really into like Maeve Binchy. No, YM, I don't think does stand for y- for Young Miss. What does it stand for? Young, th- young and Modern? No, it stands, it stands for something like weirder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's young and yelling, mo- <laughs> yelling, <laughs> crying, and yelling. <laughs> I was also reading a lot of, um, I thought Sassy was like the coolest thing ever. And, um, so I think I secretly wanted to be more, it was more of a like a skater girl, yeah, sort of, um, but also, um, not goth because. That was a bit too extreme for me at the time, but kind of grunge. I was more into that kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. In in my so you were more like a Winona Ryder stan. Oh my god, yes. There. Okay, now you're speaking my language. Winona fucking Ryder. Okay, <laughs> so um, yeah. So I was into that and like just old white people things, like um, you know, old period movies or black and white stuff that you saw on late at night on TV. So the next thing that I think we should talk about is the scandals of 98. Mm. The biggest one being, of course, Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. Huge. Huge. Major. Major. Uh, And just as like a continuity piece, um, a big fashion moment of 98 as well. Because (laughs) the the, dress. The dress. Yeah. uh, Famously. from Gap? A Gap. Gap, Yeah. yeah. A Gap like dress and that I could, feel like should be in the Gap needed the publicity so thank god it happened yeah I mean back in 98 they actually didn't need the publicity they were pretty un- they? iconic in 98 yeah I was being sarcastic um so like like but they did like the jeans and they were like they were yeah they did, the they did the, like, and the, the basics of the Gap commercials oh right yes and all of those like amazing big band commercials yeah and those the, were actually pretty great yeah they were amazing because they were very also like new but yeah the thing that i did find was this page which is explaining uh what happened in the clinton and, and lewinsky mm-hmm. challenge or the just cha- <laughs> challenge <laughs> countdown to the clinton lewinsky challenge the clinton lewinsky challenge which was <laughs> it was a season of the bachelor that they put <laughs> so i found this page which describes their affair as it goes from the beginning of the year to the end of the year but it's sort of sandwiched with this other with these other news bulletins mm. so it's, it says meanwhile the die was cast on january 17th when matt drudge reported that president clinton had had an affair with an intern Dan Rather, Peter Jennings, and Tom Broca promptly les- left Cuba, where they were anchoring coverage of, P- of the Pope's historic visit for the U.S., where they anchored breathless and, offer- and often baseless rumors about the scandal of 98. And so it went this year, front pages and television screens filmed with seamy details while stories of real moments were ignored. Oh, God. So some other scandals mm. of 98. Yes. My personal fave, which is Naomi Campbell's personal assistant files for assault change, uh, files oh. assault charges. Was this the Blackberry throwing incident? This is, I think this is pre-Blackberry. It was a cell phone oh. that she smacked her on the head with. Uh, like a flip phone. Yeah. yeah. I think or that's Nokia. like. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was like, I'm <laughs> trying to play a snake game. Uh, so the, the. Or a pager. Was it a pager? It was, no, it was a full cell phone. Oh, wow. And then the caption says, remember how big cell phones were in 98? Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) I just have this like vision of her being smacked by like a Zach Morris phone. I I was going to say like a car phone, like a brick. So basically she hit her with a brick. 
<laughs> if models can't be abusive, who can? Another person. And they have a lot of stress. So, I mean, they need to true. let it out. They somehow. don't even eat. They don't eat. They're constantly hungry. They're constantly high. Flashing light bulbs. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that movie. Paparazzi. With a... Uh, Celebrity. Celebrity. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that was not, that. I think that was it. Oh, that was that a Roger, that, Robert Altman film. No, it was Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. It was um, <laughs> that should be Dicar- stricken Dicar- from Dicar- the record. <laughs> uh, it was no, it was a <laughs> sorry. <laughs> dare you? <laughs> How dare anybody mention Woody Allen anymore? <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's actually crazy. You can't. You really can't go back without like talking about all these horribly, these horrible people in retrospect. Yeah. Well, I guess they've always been horrible for a long time. Yes, now it's and just then, coming out. Yeah. So another amazing moment was that Courtney Love was sued by a journalist um, because she, Belissa, Bel- somebody's name is Belissa. <laughs> B-A-L-I? B, like Melissa with a B. Oh. Uh, Belissa Cohen alleged that Love kneed her in the groin, pulled her hair, and hit her after Cohen tried to photograph her at a fashion show in L.A. Afterwards, Love allegedly boasted, I just hit Belissa Cohen and it felt so good. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So not only did she allegedly assault her, she also gloated about it. Yeah. I feel like women being violent, like I'm fine with in retrospect. um, In retrospect and in current day. Yeah. I mean, ideally it would be violent against the people who are keeping them down and not um, the minions that surround them. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, you know what? Again, years of patriarchy and just coming stress. out. Yeah, just like there's only so much we can put up with. Another moment, uh, which is which was captioned in the newspaper as "He wants his sex." Uh, George George Michael <laughs> <laughs> was arrested for lewd contact conduct in a public restroom. Do you remember this? I remember this. I remember very. that one. Yeah, and. Um, was that the one where did people did people think he was gay or no? Was he gay at the time? He was gay. He, he was out, gay. He, he was. He had with, already come uh, out. He came out with freedom. It was a big deal. Sure. I mean, it was yeah. really it was a really big deal. And amongst the other scandals, there were a ton of scandals that are basically people being arrested for beating their wives, which is a trend that like is still so relevant. It is very much a relevant trend. Yeah. Thank I mean, goodness. Obviously, the top scandal of 98 being Harvey Weinstein and the... 2017, you mean? 2018? Sorry, 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harvey Weinstein and the and the opening of... The floodgates. The floodgates opening mm-hmm. post-Weinstein. Hollywood scandal extraordinaire. So, I mean, like, in 98, they were beating their wives, and now they're just, like, just, raping people? Yeah. How do we feel I about mean, that? Um... I don't want to compare and contrast the two, much like Matt Damon did with sexual assault, because mm. uh, I feel like that's a slippery path. Um, but, you know, in some ways, we've come a long way, baby. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think in 20, I think in I think in 2018, like we will have come a long way because now that it, a lot of those bad forces are eradicated in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, OK, so. The thing is, like, the sexual assault stuff was happening anyways. It just wasn't talked about. Exactly. So the fact that it is being talked about is, a, is you know, good. And I think the interest, <laughs> I think one of the really interesting thing, things it's about... Hmm? It's progress. It's not... Yeah. yeah. I think one of the really interesting things about that is, you know, a lot of people who are around, who are, like, our parents' generation sort of think that because these things are swept under... Like, it used to be before the 60s, 
those things were just happening openly Mm -hmm. and nobody would do anything about them. And then after sort of that feminist revolution happened, it was happening less in the open, but it was still was happening underground. Mm -hmm. So sort of like to the, to that era of feminists, they sort of think like, Oh, well there's progress since it was, you know, out in the open. Yeah. But it's almost worse in ways because it was just like swept under the rug. Yeah. Sort of, sort of minimized it a bit or, so I guess, or, took the focus off so this is like a new yeah i yeah another (laughs) prod forward i guess it is definitely um we'll see how long it lasts or see what happens going forward as well i mean i think starting in, in hollywood you know whatever celebrities exposure all that sort of thing you kind of don't i mean you take it seriously but and but it's at the same time it's still like that culture you're kind of like okay well obviously Mm -hmm. that's the kind of place it's gonna happen definitely my favorite scandal of this year was uh the kendall jenner pepsi scandal that was a really good one i mean it was a really good one more because it was hilarious i mean just the it the it was scandalous and stupid and you know what an idiot but also like watching (laughs) the commercial it's hilarious i mean it's just so so funny so yes it's hilarious but it's also really interesting given in a 90s context how big pepsi ads were in the 90s right was that um who was the biggest pepsi well the biggest pepsi ad ever would have been michael jackson right but the biggest in In my personal like picks my personal favorite obviously would have been the spice girls because they had an entire song on their album, like for this Pepsi song. What was it? Generation Next. <laughs> generation Next. Generation Next. A generation. Generation Next. Generation Next. Don't remember it. Um, I was more of a Coke drinker. So there you wow. go. That's why I drank Coca-Cola. Yeah. You would stand for lots of it. Coca-Cola. Regular I, or Diet Coke? Oh, regular. I drank so much Coke that I can't believe my stomach is still intact. Did, like you, the ever, did you have cavities? I've never had a cavity. Wow. I would have cans of Coke lined up in my room, stacked <laughs> three high. And I just, I mean, I feel like my parents almost were like... And then it was like neglect or something. Like how did they not, <laughs> how did they let me do this to myself? So talking about some celebrities who were, there's a lot of people who were big in 98 who are like, I don't know, like sort of not here anymore or like literally not here anymore. <laughs> you mean dead and or not as, um, not as popular, popular? but like more importantly dead. Um, okay. main person who comes to mind, Brittany Murphy. Oh. R.I.P. R.I.P. Brittany. Yeah, she's definitely someone that she I She was loved. a special, special Very person. Very special. Um, her big, I mean, Clueless, Clueless. obviously, he yeah. just claimed to fame as mm-hmm. Ty. Um, but in, I mean, not 90, they're not 98 movies, but 99 movies, Drop Dead Gorgeous and Girl Interrupted. Both classics. Girl Interrupted was probably a big one for you. Very angsty. Huge. Winona Ryder, obviously. Uh, Mental Institution. Um, cutting <laughs> Angelina Jolie Chicken. with short hair. Yeah. Practically a pixie cut. Um, yeah. Great movie. Um, R. good R. times. R.P. R. R. Brittany Murphy. She was so good at playing those, um, troubled, but endearing 
roles because that's what she was troubled but so endearing yeah um uh another person from the 90s that i really like think i want to rally to like bring back is heather matarazzo <gasps> i love the dollhouse when did that come out i don't know because that i identified with very strongly. yeah i think that's a little bit earlier. i think that was a yeah earlier because she looks she's very young looking yeah. great great movie remember her like remember she was there was a while where she was in like every movie mm. what a like rare choice for a night an actress in the 90s i don't think she was in every movie. she was in a lot was of she? movies that i liked like she was in she had her peak do you remember she was ryan Philippe's sister in phil in 54 which is like there's she no was. way in hell those two people came out of the same like <laughs> genetic pull <laughs> why did they like, that's an odd casting choice sure remember when he was like there was one scene where he was like going into his like like glove compartment or whatever and like pulling out like drugs, drugs. to keep himself up and she's like ah! like <laughs> in her like crazy voice <laughs> don't do drugs <laughs> we don't do drugs in jersey <laughs> that's a manhattan thing her voice was insane <laughs> i love was it that was around the same um era as um everybody says i love you that Woody Allen movie. Oh Sorry. yeah, was she in that? No, oh god, but there were all those like very late nineties people in that movie. Yeah. Well, as is usually is with his movies. Gabby Hoffman is what I'm thinking about in Everybody Says I Love You. Because she played she was like a young girl with Natalie Portman. They were mm -hmm. like sisters or best friends. Um, but I feel like she was in like a ton of like Heather Matarazzo. She just had her moment where I she love was in so many things. Gabby Hoffman so much. And that, and she's in I should, is she the one in Transparent? She's the yeah. She's the younger sister in Transparent. Okay, Gabby Hoffman was the shit. I used to, and she was in Girls as well, right? She was in Girls. Right. Yeah. When when now now and then now and then was like my favorite movie. Now and then for years and yes. years and years. And I had four and I had three best friends and I made them all be the people from Now and Then. And I obviously was Gabby Hoffman because she was the leader. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then one of my friends who and was she just, grew up to be Demi Moore. She was grew up to be one? Demi Moore. Yes. And she was the one with and her whole like sad story was that her parents were divorced. Um, and she was like, she was the leader. Yeah. Oh, I loved her. She was the one who rode her bike first in that. Yes. Little yes. Scene. Do you know? Do you know? Uh, I don't know if you follow Andy Warhol for folklore, but do you know who Viva is? Uh, no. Okay, Viva Please was like me. an Andy Warhol superstar, and she's Gabby Hoffman's mom. Really? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And she's and and Viva is my Nepotism. friend's and my is my friend's Nate father's neighbor in upstate new york and the two of them are like pals and my friend my friend moved to new york she was like i'll email my daughter gabby for you like be, be friends and like of course like nobody ever responded <laughs> i'll email my daughter gabby's manager <laughs> yeah exactly okay so wrapping up our 98 vs 2018 special mm. what would you put in your time capsule if you had to choose your favorite movie, your favorite fashion trend, and your favorite scandal? So, tough question. Um, but I would say, for the movie, I would say Can't Hardly Wait. Big movie for me. Watched it multiple times. Because was, that was the one with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Who was your fave? Oh, definitely. Um, well, I didn't actually really. It was the, oh, I'm thinking of another one. But the the guy who was in it. What was Seth he? Green. Seth Green. No. Ethan no. Embry. Ethan Embry. Loved Ethan Embry. This is a layover from our My Empire Records um, love. Um, so, and it was basically like sort of my, like, it was classic high school dream, romance, long lost, whatever. You know, unrequited love, happy ever after. Um, love that. And then 
huge into pixie cuts huge tried to make it happen did not work for me turned into a mullet but that's okay I tried (laughs) (laughs) um yeah the layering the flipping it just doesn't work for Asian hair if you're not willing to work on it for two hours a day I also think like though so many haircuts in the 90s like just were so labor intensive they really were lots of gel like if you don't have a hairstylist hair. working with you every day, like the Rachel is not easy to do. No. Like why did everybody have that? No. I mean, yeah. Why did everyone have that? Why that? Was it Jennifer Aniston? I think it was her like palatability yeah. and just that it was like so unique. It was like in It was and so out. different. It was like <laughs> it was like layered, but it wasn't layered, but it was long. It was the layering concept. I think layering was kind of new at that <laughs> stage. <laughs> layering was big layering was big um and then i would say scandal um because i was very into the show news radio um and just and the simpsons at the time i guess too uh phil hartman being shot by his wife shocking and dead and dead yeah dying and dying because of it dying because of the gunshot wounds um r.i.p i yeah i think i remember actually being like a mall being like a sam the record man or something like that like being in some store and hearing it on the uh radio uh like whatever and just being like oh my god what did like what happened exactly like she shot him in their home and i think i mean there was some obvious instability um happening and it's fine i don't know but domestic violence basically <laughs> obviously but yeah no the phil hartman thing because i just really thought he was a great actor and i really yeah. liked him i enjoyed his work r.i.p phil hartman yeah well thanks for, for <laughs> thanks for <laughs> that take, was helpful talking about all the things that weren't 2017 yeah thank 98. you for talking about 1938 <laughs> uh victoriana dracula all these like very current references to 2017 well, 2018 that's i've always thought of myself as a very current referential person and uh there's something i like to do with all of my make all of my guests do at the end of my that podcast fun. making people do things yeah forced fun um <laughs> the things that i make my who uh my co-host or my guest end off with is um, a song no my yeah well you you choose it don't go for it. Sing it oh sing a song no but if oh. you want to choose god no <laughs> i choose no i choose me <laughs> i choose you choose you um no, it's uh, my favorite, uh, my saying that I tried to make happen circa oh, 96. Great. Um, into 98, mm. which is uh, get out of my facial act. I want to hear it from you. Get out of my facial act. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.